Come November, I had my first large bleed. It was very scary. You know, I had no idea what was happening. I called Rick right away, and I had a what's called a subchorionic hemorrhage. And then it was almost a month after that, we had a maternal fetal medicine appointment, and um, I could tell right away there was some concern in her face. I could see it, and that's always a scary thing. So the doctor came in and he talked to us. This isn't a great outlook. So he said, it's hard to say if you'll make it, if this pregnancy will be terminated or if, if you'll make it. But if you do make it to 23 weeks, you know, let's put you in the hospital indefinitely until you deliver. At 22 weeks, I had another really, really large bleed that scared me. And at that point, um, I went into the ER. And at that point, they could find no measurements of amniotic fluid at all. This doctor, he, he offered his condolences. And Rick and I decided that we were just going to hold on and we were going to fight. And I remember having conversations, taking walks with Creighton while he was, you know, at that time and just telling him, you know, if I know it's a hostile environment in there and it can't be, you know, it's probably very stressful for him. No amniotic fluid. He's got this hemorrhage pushing on him. And, you know, that if he wanted to, to let go at that time that I understood and, you know, that we would miss him. But I, I understood it. And, um... We made it to that 23 mark. At that point, we just knew Creighton was a fighter. ounces, just shy of a pound, and about nine and a half inches long. They tell you that these small guys, they go through a honeymoon period where they're pretty stable, but um, they can pretty much drop off at any point. Dr. Bellis said, you know, you guys need to follow me back to your hospital room. He says you can't live without blood pressure, and his is just not increasing. I think you've got a couple of hours, and you need to prepare to say goodbye. You've brought this being into the world and you know you're told not a day later that he's going to be taken away from you i stood by his isolate and i just prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed they called the the samford pastor up to baptize creighton they opened his isolate for that and i just remember asking if i could give him a kiss because i knew you know our time was short and i wanted to be able to at least kiss my baby Miraculously and by God's grace, late that night and early the next morning, he rallied. I couldn't believe how much of a fighter he was and how strong and resilient he already was. And he is my hero. They were congratulatory and they were excited for us. And they said, congratulations, you have a beautiful baby boy. You know, we're going to do everything we can. Yeah, and then they never gave up. No, not once. There was they... never a point in time where they said, well, we're just, you know, we're done. I mean, they they kept trying everything and we were never put by the wayside. I mean, it was, we're going to fight till the end and there's no giving up. You know, I often refer to them as angels on earth. They're just these selfless, encouraging, amazing people who are taking care of your most precious thing in life.